ourselves, our community, and the world around us in ways that get us thinking, get us talking, get us connected, and perhaps inspired or challenged to do just a bit more because we made the connection. So our topic today is going to be how we can rock the cause. Absolutely, you can make a difference. You can be a rock star. And the way you can be a rock star, as we define it, is taking action in your community. But I want you to hear a little bit more about what the rock the cause is. And to do that, I want to first introduce my co-host, Rick Bernardo, who you've been getting to know um, these last few months. Rick is an amazing co-host that is reaching out into the community and inviting guests. He is a musician. He teaches business ethics. He's a comedian. And he's my co-host. And I'm glad you're here today, Rick. Amazing to be here, uh, as amazing as I may be, or, or even maybe not even completely awake <laughs> on a Saturday morning. You've been doing great. But we, uh, so far, right, famous last words. Uh, so rocking, I love that word anyway, and uh, we've got, I uh, brought a guest this morning who uh, came willingly, uh, Scott Harold, and I'll say a little more about him, uh, and Rock the Cause is the organization that we're talking about. He's uh, Scott is uh, Harold is his last name Scott Harold he's got a he's got a whole name he's the CEO and founder of the music nonprofit and record label Rock the Cause he's also the CEO and founder of Hysteria Music LLC a music management and marketing company and after 20 years in sales and marketing for some of the world's biggest brands in 2012 Scott departed the corporate world to focus full-time on Rock the Cause Records. It's, it's an award-winning community-focused nonprofit organization and record label distributed by Sony The Orchard. Rock the Cause Records has worked with some of today's most beloved artists, and it's sold over 500,000 singles, 50,000 digital and physical records, and its music releases have been streamed over 30 I'm counting the zeros here, 30 million times. <laughs> I, I can't think that big. <laughs> Rock the Cause is hosted and organized over 85 live concert events, generating nearly $750,000, that is, directed to charitable causes around the world. The organization is recognized as an innovative thought leader in arts education and an innovator of vocational discovery programs for underserved youth. Rock the Cause works daily with high school for recording arts, easy for me to say, right? And that's right here in Minnesota. Uh, and they work with forlearning.org to mentor underserved populations of youth about careers in the arts and media occupations industry, all while students earn a high school diploma. Their work has been, excuse me, <clears throat> I'm just getting choked up. Their work has been featured by Rolling Stone, NPR, Billboard, Entertainment, uh, Weekly, and many other uh, media. Scott Harold currently leads the business of music and media and the vocational discovery departments at High School for Recording Arts. He's an in-demand guest speaker at education conferences, and he's also a performing musician, producer, and Walking Music Encyclopedia. Uh, I've seen him walk. <laughs> He's currently writing his memoirs, a book entitled, get this, Sex, Drugs, Rock and Roll, and Philanthropy. So we welcome 
this morning, Scott Harold. And Scott, so I first met you at uh, the 80s Glitter Ball yeah. back in – it was over 10 years ago, I think. Over a decade ago. Yeah, yeah, and there was a lot of glitter. There was a lot of glitter and there was a lot of glam. And glam, and it was amazing, and I was just showing off. I had a piano tie from the 80s because <laughs> uh, I go back – I'm dating myself, but somebody has to, you know. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so, what has been going on s- since then? Just like, just give us a little more about what, because uh, you're um, you're busy. I'm busy. Yeah, I'm busy. I put in a lot of twelve-hour days, but I, I do huh. what I love. You know, you know, people come to me all the time and they say, "Hey, what's up with Rock the Cause, man? When's your next big event?" And uh, you know, we it's it's there's so much going on all the time. It's just not about those concert events. When we first started out, obviously, we threw a lot of concerts where you know uh, the admission cost would go to various different charitable organizations. Like you said earlier in the bio, there's about 85 concerts of varying size that we did. But you know, we really um, about a decade ago as well morphed into a full time record label, and we are one of the few. Nonprofit record labels in the world, and and what that means, I think, to the to the the play person out there, it, when you walk into the grocery store and you see the Newman's Own brand, where they say we give you know a portion of our net proceeds back to to charity, well, the Rock the Cause record label is distributed by Sony, and we have about forty music releases out there, and we've worked with, you know artists at all stages in their career where it's a platform for an artist to be able to connect with a cause and connect that cause with their fans and be able to give money back to their community. And then, you know, based on that experience in the music world running the record label side, my good friend Tony Simmons and and T.C. Ellis, who are the founders of High School for Recording Arts, got a hold of me one day and said, you know, we would really like you to come over here and teach what you know about the digital music industry to our young people. And so I went, and I fell in love with the students in the school, and that really morphed into we can we can solve a problem in the industry where you know people of color, youth of color, uh, LGBTQ, Native voices, Indigenous people, uh, Pan Asian, et cetera, are are grossly underrepresented in the communications occupations in the entertainment industry. So we solve that problem by teaching these young people the skills that they need to thrive in a communications economy and get them jobs and get them paid paid training in high school, paid internship training while they're seeking those careers. And it, it's cool. There's lots going on always. In backing up a little bit <clears throat> and looking at how this all got started, you know, way back when. Yeah. Did you have a vision when you were a kid that you're going to be in the music industry? Oh, you know, was there a sense like, oh, yeah, someday I'm going to grow up and I'm going to have, like, my own music label? You know, um, I'm wearing an Elton John T-shirt. <laughs> and I, I grew up with Elton John posters on my wall. And, um, you know, I always wanted to be in music. I have loved music since I was a small child. And um I get a little choked up because... Yeah. Um, music has always been at the heart of, of everything I do. And, and even as a kid in high school, I played in rock and roll bands, et cetera. I always wanted that connection. I, and, you know, I studied theater, et cetera. So for me, it was always about, you're going to be a rock star. I always, I always dreamed it would be, you know, that lead guitar player on, on, on the stage and that lead vocalist, which, you know, I do sometimes in bands, but to me, it's morphed into something that's more about serving community. To me, it's really what, what I take my love for music and my love for everything is about being of service to others. Well, you connect with the kids so well. I love them. Being 
you know, uh, devoted and, and loving rock when you were a kid yeah. is going to – it comes through. It, I mean you, you adore you. it. And that energy and that passion is something I think that the kids can pick up on yeah. and connect with. Yes. But what I hear you say, it, it feels more like legacy. It feels more like now you're at a point where do you want to take this rock and roll and give to the kids for the next generation of rock and roll? You know, it's it's an interesting thing because, you know, to me, rock and roll encompasses everything. You know, it encompasses hip hop. And, and, and through our work with the High School for Recording Arts, uh, we are entrenched in the world of hip hop, which has been an amazing transformation for me but to me it's jazz it's country music it's classical it's everything and really what this is about you know sometimes you look at it as legacy and yeah i did start rock the cause when i was in the corporate world as a way to say well i'm here this is going to be my way to really give back to the world mm-hmm. and then really what i began to realize is is that what you give to others what you teach them the input that you can give to young people um is your legacy and, you know, I, through the work at High School for Recording Arts, I, I, I do work with a population of, of kids who have been kicked out, pushed out, dropped out of other school systems and, and have all sorts of, of economic barriers and social barriers to access the economy and education. And, and I think my real special magic with them is I was one of those kids. You know, mm-hmm. I, I grew up in, in a household where my mom made $9,000 a year mm-hmm. looking after three boys. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I was one of those kids that people said, "Ah, oh, that kid's going nowhere. He's just going to prison. He's going to end up in jail before he gets it all. He gets it all right." And I know what it's like to grow up hungry. I know what it's like to grow up without a parent in the home. I know what it's like for people to doubt you, and say, "You will be this, and this is all you will ever be." And for me, I work with those kids. I understand where they come from. I've never had anybody deny me opportunity because of the color of my skin. But it is as, – as a white male in America, it is my responsibility to work with those kids and open the doors for them and open every door I can. And as an ally, you can bring that barrier down. Yes, we can dissolve that barrier. And I, I, I hear you big time, uh, Scotty. Thank you so much. Uh, in my teaching of ethics, what yeah. comes up constantly is different kinds of power. Uh, power is used very often as a top-down sort of thing, more more management and control. But there's a uh, an emotional, authentic, deep, passionate kind of power. Uh, I would say it's the most powerful uh, kind of power in serving something bigger than yourself. And and that's the constant framework that we're working with ethics. There are institutions around the country that are campaigning against that a lot, saying yep. the only kind of power is pure money productivity. Yep. Yep. You're, a, you're an object. We're all objects. Let's get down to it. And they, uh, they basically say Mother Teresa is nothing compared to you know a, a management uh, person making money and, yeah. and, and destroying – as they do it sometimes. So we got to. What I'd love to do, I know we, yeah. we're going to run over the segment, <laughs> but we're, what I'd love to do, though, is to go ahead and, and play a segment from one of the pieces that's from Rock the Cause. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this first one is Black Hole by Mousy. And if yeah. you just want to do a quick, um, and then we'll we'll close with the song. Yeah, and yeah. then when we come back after the song, sure. uh, we'll have that be our outro music, I'm telling the producer. Sure. Uh, we'll, we'll start the show, uh, the next segment, talking a little bit more about Mousy. But yeah. 
Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, this is a song called Black Hole from an artist on our label. You know, one of the things that we do is we do do a lot of artist development and, and work with artists in all phases of their careers. And, and uh, the, the, you know, when Mousy brought this song to me, I was blown away by it because it's, it's a song about addiction. It's a, a song about recovery. It's about breaking toxic cycles with people. And at the time she brought this song to me, I was about 60 days into my own journey with sobriety. I am 18 months sober, and I love it. And I will never, ever go back. But that song has a special place in my heart because it is about addiction. And in, and in a lot of ways, um, I was really struggling with who I was, the direction of Rock the Cause, where we were heading. And that song came along, and it just kind of reopened the doors and said, you know what? This is, this is what we're built to do. This is who we are. And um, that song was kind of a rebirth moment for, for the label and for myself. Well, it's a wonderful uh, organization that you've got. And I want to let make make sure people know that they can be rock stars too by supporting uh, this cause. And then we'll listen to the music. Uh, you can make a difference by going to irockthecause.org. Yeah. Take a look, donate it, and now let's listen to Mousy. All right, cool. Connections Radio Show. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host. And on our show, we talk about ideas that matter. So glad you've joined the conversation today because we are talking about rocking the cause and how you can be a rock star by supporting a really wonderful program. And this is uh, a program that's brought to us by Scotty Harold. And Rick Bernardo invited Scott. Rick Bernardo has been our co-host these last few months. Um, and Rick, as you have been learning, is a musician. He teaches business ethics. He's a comedian, and he's a great co-host. Thank you. So uh, t- I like him, too. Oh, good. Yeah, good. I like him too. We can only aspire to greatness. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Woody Allen said years ago, and somebody said he was trying to be God. He said, well, I've got to model myself after somebody. <laughs> That's not me, though. Uh, uh, so Scott Harold, a little bit more about him. He's CEO and founder of the music nonprofit and record label Rock the Cause. It's an award-winning community-based nonprofit organization and a record label that's distributed by Sony The Orchard. And they have worked with some of today's most beloved artists and has sold over 500,000 singles with music releases that have been streamed over 30 million times. Amazing. Uh, Rock the Cause works daily with high school for recording arts. That will keep coming up. Uh, and for learning.org, all to mentor underserved populations of youth about careers in the arts and the media occupations industry all while students earn a high school diploma and uh he's uh, currently writing a book uh, sex, sex drugs and rock and rock and roll and philanthropy yeah. and there's a nice combination it's uh, <laughs> uh yeah we we all are multifaceted and uh and uh i've also just on a personal note i've admired scotty for his um past couple of years of um going to the mat to keep his body together, because as I'm fond of reminding myself, 
we think we can show up and do things without our bodies. And it it takes support. It takes discipline. Uh, So, hi, Scotty. Uh, Hi. Hi. Where did we leave off? Well, Scotty was telling us a little bit about, you know, his own personal Mm -hmm. uh, vision with music from Mm -hmm. the time he was in high school to uh, his life in terms of being in the corporate world Mm -hmm. and then being inspired to do something more. And And we heard that song, Black Hole from Mousy, Mm -hmm. about uh, how... We all have our black holes uh, mm-hmm. possible waiting there for us. Sometimes they yes. get us, sometimes mm-hmm. they don't. Yeah. Um, and, well, and since this, then. And that's part of your music label. And yeah. one thing that I really liked about it, especially after COVID, you know, we're all mm-hmm. looking at uh, challenges that we face. Yeah. And how inspiring this was for you at a time that you were looking to to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And so tell us a little bit more about how you put your music out there. Sure. And then I want to hear about Bonnie Wright, (laughs) (laughs) sure, who I just adore, and a song that she did um, about the pipeline and stopping the pipeline. And the full song was No More Pipeline Blues. But first, tell me a little bit, how does music get out there? And uh, what what happened with this great piece of um, the last song that we had? on addiction. You know, um, it's it's great to run this record label, and it's so much fun because the way we get music out there today is very – it's very different than the way you did it 20, 30, 40, even 50 years ago. I mean um, everything is digitally driven. And so we, we work with artists, and artists will come to us, and just like any other record label – and we're a lot more accessible, I think, than other record labels. But um, artists at, at any stage in their career will come to us and say – you know, we've got an idea for a song or we've got a new release and we want to align with a label that does something that betters humanity, that, that works for the greater good of all. We really want to do that. We want to align with, with Rock the Cause. And, um, you know, we'll take it to the time to, to listen to the music and really take a deep dive into it. And we'll be very honest with the artist and say, hey, we think this needs improvement or you need more work here. Mm-hmm. But, you know, don't give up. Stay in touch. Right. Keep working with us. But then every now and then something comes along that is so undeniably good. And you look at that and you say, oh, man. We, we've got to release that because it aligns with our mission. The music is great. The story is great. The message is great. And her piece, her music doesn't fit in the box. Uh, no, it doesn't. Th- this no. is, she has a u- unique combination. Yes, Mousy has a very unique combination where it's that, it's a nice mix of, of David Bowie and Roxy music and classic soul and all of that. And so to me, it's, it's about the story behind the song and the story behind the artist. And we don't like doing projects that fit in that normal sphere of, of corporate music. And um, so, we, you know, we take the releases in and we start to develop a plan around it. How do we market it? How do we publicize it? You know, what are our, what are our overall assets that we can use to deliver this to the world? And then we have this great relationship with Sony Music that where we use the Sony digital distribution system. We have open access to it and we start building our releases and then we notify Sony and we say we got a new release coming. And uh, what kind of support can you give us? And uh, Sony The Orchard has been... Wonderful. And our good friend Colleen Tice there, who is the SVP of distribution for Sony Entertainment, The Orchard, um, has been a good friend to us for many years. And she is someone that is always in Billboard magazine as one of the, you know, the most powerful women in music today. And she has been such a great friend to this endeavor. And it's just wonderful to have that. And it's, and it's wonderful to have that tool for charities and artists to be able to connect with the world in a way that's meaningful through music. Was this Mousy's first uh, recording with you all? This was her very first single ever. Oh, okay. Her very first single ever. And how did she feel about the whole experience? 
you know, uh, I, I can't speak for her, but <laughs> she's still around and she's still working with <laughs> us. And, and uh, you know, I, I look forward to doing more. So, Well, tell her we, we love it. Uh, oh, well, if she's listening <laughs> in, I will. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And the other thing <clears throat> that I love is when it's really specifically for a cause. Yeah. And Bonnie Raitt did this amazing uh, music yeah. that is No More Pipeline Blues yeah. on this land where we belong. And she worked with Winona Duke, yeah. uh, all kinds of the Indigo Girls yeah. to, to create this. Yeah, it's, it's a song that um, a, a local artist um, – uh, here in the Twin Cities, Larry Long called me up about a year ago at this time. I was on my way to visit my mother in Nebraska for Easter, and I get a call from Larry, and Larry and, I, Larry and I had never spoken before in our lives. And he told me about this song that he had written and arranged and produced that featured Bonnie Raitt, the Indigo Girls, um, Winona LeJuke, uh, uh, Joy Harjo, who is the Poet Laureate of the United States, and other indigenous women's voices. And this song was being released to raise money for a charity called Honor the Earth, which is a, a charity started by Winona LaDuke and the Indigo Girls. And that money would be used to uh, lobby and support water protectors against Pipeline 3 going in um, in, in northern Minnesota. And uh, since then, we know the pipeline was built, and we know that there's been spills, and yeah. it has polluted the water. And this song was very prophetic, and it's still, it's still very timely. But Larry really pulled it all together. Bonnie was great to work with her. People were fantastic. Everybody involved in this project. And this song has, I think, really in a lot of ways done a lot to raise awareness for the need to protect the environment, especially these, these pipelines that go in. And, and I think it's really had a great residual impact on Honor the Earth. Well, I want to play a segment of it, but yeah. I also wanted to find out yeah. – if they if folks go to irockthecause.org, is that featured there? Can they yeah. listen to it there? Yeah, we have a whole so, music store. There. So please yeah. listen to this. You can um, buy the song and support the cause. Yeah. Uh, you can also support the cause by yeah. donating to <laughs> irock yes. the cause. Yes. Uh, but we're going to end with um, listening to yeah. this uh, piece, and then we'll come back uh, for our third segment. Right. And again, we'll start off with a little bit about um, what the the song has meant to us, and okay. we'll we'll move into um, some other cool things that are that you all are doing uh, and a new release coming up so i want to tease folks with that you want to make sure you stay for that so let's listen to bonnie Raitt, and uh we'll finish up this segment and we'll be back after a few short commercials but listen in this is so cool i'm so excited to bonnie's one of my favorite as as if you could tell (laughs) no more (laughs) pipeline blues that's right thank thanks adam for taking it away for us you will not take your water on this land of which we belong With pipelines that corrode When they break, it'll be too late It'll kill this river road On this land where we belong Don't let that pipeline through No more drill caps on native land No more pipeline through Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host. And I'm so excited that you're here. And if you have been listening to our show, you you heard in the last segment, Bonnie Raitt, uh, talking about no more pipeline. And unfortunately, we did get a pipeline. Yeah, we did. And 
I'd love to have us talk about that. I'm going to first make sure that everyone knows who's here. I've got Rick Bernardo as my co-host, who's been my co-host the last few shows, doing a wonderful job and inviting guests. And Rick, you've invited uh, Scott uh, uh, Scott Bernard. No, <laughs> the combination. If we were to have children, Scott, Scott, Scott Harold, who is the CEO and founder of a music nonprofit and record label, Rock the Cause. Rock the Cause, yeah. Uh, 30 million times uh, their music has been streamed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, can't, I can't count that high. Uh, he's also a uh, uh, performing musician, producer, and walking music encyclopedia, now writing a book entitled Sex, Drugs, Rock and Roll, and Philanthropy. Yeah. That is a memoir. Yes. Uh, so uh, there's other been other songs you released. Yeah. We just listened to No More Pipeline Blues, On This Land, Where We Belong. Yeah. I think that's the, title, the full, complete title yes. with Bonnie Raitt, Indigo Girls, and others. Yeah. There's uh, some other um, – actually, I had you come to University of, of – uh, uh, St. Mary's University yeah. to talk about uh, a song "Clouds" by yeah. Zach Zobiak, and and I think that's the last time we got together. But you've yeah. done a lot of other releases since. Yeah, yeah, we um, we were honored and, and privileged to to work with Zach on the song "Clouds" and help him release that worldwide. And per Zach's wishes, that song has been able to generate through downloads and streams well over you know a quarter of a million dollars that has that has gone to work for Children's Cancer Research Fund and the Zach Sobiak. Uh, osteosarcoma fund i encourage everyone to give to um that they are doing amazing work in 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 working to find a cure for childhood cancer and you can go to you know uh, ccrf.org uh, or you can google zach soviak osteosarcoma fund um we've done a lot of stuff man we we did a tribute to the music of donovan you know 60s 1960s donovan the hoody goody hoody goody man you know and that was fun you know hoody get because you know don called me i was like i got this phone call one time at 3 a.m. in the morning, and I'm like, who's calling me from a Europe, a number from Europe? And it's like, hey, Scott, this is this is Don. Hey, it's Don Leach, man. I'm like, Donovan is calling me, you know. And I'm like, oh my god, and you imagine that he's sitting there in this psychedelic realm, and, <laughs> yeah, he's you know, <laughs> he's just floating in space, you know. And <laughs> you, know, you know, we've done a lot of stuff. Like uh, we also did Baby, the remake of Baby, it's cold outside. Um, to be about consent, and that and that man that that really made people like Tucker Carlson, and I Fox re- News. I yeah. remember that song. I loved yeah. it. I loved it. Well, you know, and to, to this day, it's it's raised about fifteen thousand dollars for um, organizations that worked in sexual violence against um, women and children, and it's become kind of a you know for what we so call the millennial generation, Z generation, mm-hmm. it's become kind of a Christmas classic for them, and it will endure for a long time to come. I love it. You also have a, a new release, yeah. And I'd love to have you share how new releases take yeah. place, mm-hmm. as well as feature the new release for us. Yeah, absolutely. So we got a new release coming up. It's an album called Steps by an artist called Cassandra Cole. This will be her debut album, and pre-sale starts April. 15th, which means you'll be able to pre-order, pre-save the album. You get the first two singles from the album, which are Upside Down and Steps. And uh, Cassandra, when this, when her manager, uh, Sarah, uh, with Xylo Entertainment, brought this to me and said, hey, what do you think of this record? Um, it was one of those where originally we were just going to help, you know, coach Sandra on how to, uh, Cassandra, we were going to, you know, coach Cass on how to just really self-release. And then I really dove into it, and I'm like, what is the best thing here for Cassandra Cole Steps? I mean, this record is so amazing, and it has so much potential. 
should we release it through Rock the Cost Records? And I, and I remember being in, in the kitchen, pouring myself a cup of coffee and making some avocado toast, going, is that just my ego talking? Is this, mm-hmm. this just my ego talking? Or, And I was honest with Cassandra and her manager, and I said, this is where I'm at. I, I, I think you can do better than self-release, but at the same time, I don't want this to be about me or my ego. I want this to be about you. And, and Cassandra said, you know, if it gets me into that Sony system and, and we can have all the goods and everything that comes with Rock the Cause and I can do things to benefit people through my music, that's what I want. And so we took it on and we immediately started, uh, re- you know, getting her music release built in the Sony system, pulling together the marketing assets, getting her PRO with BMI registered, et cetera, really doing everything we need to help her protect and copyright the music and then formulating a, a marketing and release plan. And, um, it's, it's been great working with her, and I'm so excited about this release because the diversity of this album is incredible, and she is really somebody who can be a real breakout a breakout story in the music industry. She really is. Well, she's also doing some other things that, that I find interesting in, yeah. in looking at um, how to support uh, through yeah. film and TV, yeah. yes. uh, music that, that can have a social cause yes. relate. Yes. Tell, tell me about that. You know, um, she's a, a really diverse musician and background, but she, she's really interested in, in mental health causes. And we will be donating, you know, per her, per her direction, uh, Cassandra's direction, a, a, a portion of the proceeds towards mental health causes. But, yeah, she's, she's everything. She's, she's a mom. She's a musician. Uh, she's an entertainer. She's an athlete. And she really immerses herself in this kind of multimedia world where art, music, family, community, everything comes together. And you really hear it in the album of Steps. And, and Steps was recorded during covid with musicians from, you know, kind of the Middle Coast here in Minneapolis to the West Coast. And it's an album about the going deeply into the ethos of a psyche that is having an organized breakdown. And it's not a downer record. It's an emotional record. It had, There's a lot of emotional highs and lows in it, but it's an exhilarating record to listen to about coming out of addiction, coming, coming, coming to terms with, with your own personal chaos, the, the, the turmoil that's inside of all of us that we don't show to the world, and really just being able to um, transform and become something more beautiful and bigger and better, which I think she's done with this record. It's extraordinary. Well, I'm going to have Adam uh, play us a segment, and this time we'll actually be able to come back and talk about it and not just yeah. mo- go to break. <laughs> okay, cool. All so, right. And, and what, what's the song? It's called Upside Down. It is going to be the the first single off uh, Cassandra Cole's debut album, Steps, which will be released on Rock the Cause Records May 6th. Thanks. Falling down Sideways walk Try to pick myself up Red blooms pop But aftershock Still at a deadline Pieces that you sent this to me, which I just love. She begins to navigate one foot in front of the other out of darkness, which can often feel like you're stuck in the mud when fighting against the numbness of depression. Yeah. She starts on a positive note, but then explores, and I think it's especially true with some women that look 
outgoing and yeah. happy and yeah. you never know that they're really depressed. Yeah. And I think this song explores, you know, the presentational self yes. out there. Yeah. But but what's going on inside? Absolutely. Um, you know, w- mental health in this country, we, we've got to get a really uh, – uh, culturally, we've got to get a grasp on, on how we talk about it and be okay with it because – you hide things. We've got that, you know, that we've got that staunch individualism mm-hmm. in America. Not all is well. No. Not all is well. There is turmoil. There is hurt. There is chaos. People feel like they have to put on a face to be able to get up and, and, and go out into the world every day. And we should just be able to walk out there and be ourselves. And that's what Cassandra is really saying with this record. It's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to ask for help. Yeah, well, I don't know anybody yeah. who's done anything worthwhile, let alone survive without yeah. without help. Yeah, it takes a village. That's my excuse. You yeah. know, yeah. I think there's also <laughs> a, a time and a place where you recognize yeah. that things that you expect or things that you want to have a certain way just aren't. Yeah. And how do you just accept that, okay, am I not fitting in or maybe there's truth in the falling apart? Yes. And maybe there's something to be found. Uh, I, I had a friend once tell me when when you feel like you're you're you've fallen down and you don't know where to go, yeah. look up and see the stars. Yeah, because it's the stars that can help navigate. You know, when do we give ourselves permission to look at those stars? I, I think that's true because you know, like I said earlier, I've been on an 18 month journey with sobriety, and and I really had you know at 54 years of age, I had to completely retool all my coping mechanisms because my coping mechanisms were built in 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 a gaze of, of childhood poverty abuse. Um, adult, uh, teenage and adult alcoholism. And, and I awoke one day and I didn't know who the hell, who the hell I was. But you know? look how you're connecting with yeah. those students now. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so you do. At some point you have to say, I'm okay with whatever I think I am breaking down completely. And, and rebuilding. And it's something I tell my students all the time when they come to me with a problem where they're, I'm sorry, Scott, I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. I'm like, stop being sorry. Yeah. Whatever is going on with you, you're just a kid. Mm-hmm. You didn't ask for this. This was put upon you. Someone, someone put this upon you, and all you have done is navigate the trauma that somebody else put on you, and you don't even know who you are. Let that go. We don't give ourselves enough grace. Yeah, we don't. And, and how, how, to, how to encourage, especially those in most need of having yeah. grace, yes. to give it to themselves first. Absolutely. And it, then get the support. Because once you're at that point, I think you're open more to getting getting to the next level of where that that opportunity may be yes. where that magic may be where where you're following not what the path has told you and i know i've known going over yeah. the segment again but <laughs> we talked last night about um you know, we're often encouraging young people to go into a certain direction yeah. that is traditional. Yes. But it isn't always what the next world is offering. Absolutely. And what the next world is offering are these types of jobs. Yes. We are looking for sound engineers. We yeah. are looking for people who are – you don't need to go into you know a traditional work environment no. to be successful. In fact, maybe the time is now not to look at the traditional. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Um, that's some of the work that we do at high school for recording arts. It, it's a lot. It, it is the work we do at high school for recording arts. And we also have a, a higher ed division at high school for recording arts called Diverse Media Institute. But really, we've got kids who are creatives. And, um, you know, these are kids who have been told in other schools, you're not going to graduate. You have to be this. It's a one size fits all education. At high school for recording arts through project based learning and the recording and entertainment industry, 
we teach the students about science and history and math, but they're also learning a career. And according to the U.S. Department of Labor Statistics, communications occupations are going to be the fastest growing job segment um, over the next five years. So it's going to be a quarter of a million new jobs added. And why not be passionate about it? Absolutely. <laughs> Do something <laughs> you pa- love. Exactly. The, and, and these students come in and they're brilliant. They've been told their whole lives, oh, you're, you know, you're, you, you didn't pass your class, whatever. You can't be a hip-hop artist. You can't be a rapper. Yeah, sure. One in a million get to be a hip-hop artist or a rapper. But if you look at the entertainment industry – which is almost $1 trillion of the U.S. global economy. It is our biggest export. You need sound engineers. You need publicists. You need entertainment lawyers. You need people who understand copyright protection. You need people who know how to operate cameras. And it's amazing. And these are incredible jobs for these young people. And you know what? High School for Recording Arts and Diverse Media Institute, we teach them these jobs, and we do have employers that are lining up to give our kids those jobs. And it is fun. It's and you, fun. And you've got a business going where you're actually getting record labels. And that, yeah. that goes on the resume. I want folks to know you can support this by going to <laughs> irockthecause.org. Look at their great music they're doing and support um, support the next generation mm-hmm. to yeah. have a cool opportunity and a great career. Yeah. We're going to come back. And uh, I'm very excited about the last segment. Okay, cool. And uh, the... The music that you'll hear, it's from Sounds of Blackness, and it's amazing. So stay with us. One, uh, We have one more segment, and it's going to be a doozy. So see you in just a minute. <laughs> Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we've been talking about how to rock the cause. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and my co-host is Rick Bernardo, who you've been getting to know. He's a musician. He teaches business ethics. He's a comedian, and he's my great co-host. We have Scott Harold, who is the CEO and founder of the music nonprofit and the record label Rock the Cause. Uh, you were going to sum up some I, things I, that we were talking about that's so Well, cool. it just struck me when we were talking right before um, – about your own journey, Scott, mm-hmm. and and the journey of the students that yeah. you're working with, uh, you had mentioned uh, apologizing, and it's not a bad thing to do, no. but but where we're coming from can really make a big difference. And uh, uh, when I teach ethics, mm-hmm. there's these words right and wrong. That's the harder word ethic. Mm-hmm. What should we do? What's right? What's wrong? What's good? Yeah. What's bad? And uh, it all lives in language, and that's all ethics courses are about, yeah. how we use our language to be morally powerful. Yeah. What mental health also has fraught and, and rife with the sense that something's wrong with me yeah. or something's yeah. wrong with you. Yeah. That's not ethics. That And that. And most of the time, I would say it's misplaced it uh, description rather than, you know, look, what's missing that would make a difference? Yes. And, uh, and that's what you're trying to do. Yes, uh, and absolutely. So, so that, that's powerful. That's, that inspires me. Uh, and, uh, and it has little to do with, you know, our need for each uh, other. Yes. Uh, so, so let's talk a little more about what you're doing with the uh, specifics of um, – Preparing these students. Yeah, sure. 
You know, one of the things I, I you know, and as we're talking about wrong and right and, and being honest, one of the things I really want to, you know, emphasize there that Rock the Cause and High School for Recording Arts are two community organizations working together. And Rock the Cause works with the licensed teaching staff at High School for Recording Arts to help deliver these programs. And it's, and it's been a wonderful partnership. But what we're really preparing these students for is is the main thing is, is you know, a third of the students at HSRA identify as homeless. And so, so we're having to really look at the whole, the holistic whole being of a student. It is not uncommon for me to be teaching a class about digital distribution and looking at a student going, did you eat last night? Mm-hmm. Where did you sleep? What, what are things like at home? And really finding out what is going on holistically with that young person and what got them to the place where they might be sleeping under a bridge. And how, and how can we prepare them for life? And so one of the things that we're really doing at HSRA is, is and I'll get into this in a minute, why you know, you know, supporting this work is so important, but, you know, we partner with Ramsey County, we partner with organizations like Hired, St. Paul Right Track, et cetera, to help provide paid job training opportunities for young people who are normally have no access to the economy. And through that, they're, they're learning the skills of digital distribution, audio engineering, video, photography, graphic design, intellectual property law, et cetera. And in a internship program they're making 15 bucks an hour at 20 hours a week the, the school has its own record label that we run and the students are working for a real live record label that competes with major labels and other other entities out there so it's life skills it's transferable job skills that we're training them for access to the economy and a way of understanding their trauma that they can manage their trauma and actually move into meaningful life and meaningful life work one of the things that strikes <clears throat> me is a conversation that rick and i have had about economic injustice yeah and you look at Rondo yeah. and the whole area that you're working in yeah. was the the economic engine yes. was taken out was, yes. by by 94. It was. And there is a sense of how do we give back and how do we yeah. support. The song that I'm so excited to share that you've done is um, The Sounds of Blackness. Yeah. And it's a Grammy award-winning Sounds of Blackness, powerful anthem, Time for Reparations. It's nominated for the 2022 NAACP Image Award yeah. for Outstanding Gospel Song Category. Yeah. And I loved it. We praise God and thank NAACP for this great honor, said Sounds of Blackness music director Gary Hines, who wrote and produced the song. Yes. So I'd like to, because we only have about a minute 40, yeah. I'd like to listen to that and then have you close with um, some ideas about that as well as how to donate to sure. this cause. Absolutely. So I'll let Adam take it away. And you could be part of that reparations um, by giving. And I, I love that song. I love the spirit of it. I love these students um, and what's happening and, and how you can give to IRockTheCause.org. 
Scotty, I'm going to let you to close with with your thoughts about this. Yeah, so uh, Time for Reparations is a, is a song that Brother Gary Hines brought to Rock the Cause Records and said, I would really like to work with you to help you know share this song around the world, get it to radio, etc. And one of the first things that we did is we put a, a team of HSRA students handling the publicity for that song. They hand-worked it to radio. And they ended up getting airplay on 60 different national airplay radio stations, plus the work that they did, you know, got, made it all the way to the NAACP Image Awards. And so one of the things that we need at Rock the Cause is, you know, if we're in between federal funding for intern programs, federal funding for intern programs, which we often are, sometimes we need money, cash, support on hand to be able to pay the interns ourselves. And give to irockthecause.org. Yes. yes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 